Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos, and this is the podcast where I review a comic book new or old from my collection and rate it on the following factors of the cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book on a scale of 1 to 5. This week I'm reading Cat Shit 1, Volume 1, Issue 1, published by Antarctic Press in 2020. For the video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. Also, don't forget to check out your local comic shops. Hashtag back the comeback. While there will be some spoilers, you'll want to read the book yourself. So connect with your local comic and hobby shops to support your favorite creators and companies. It's worth it. All right, so a little background information. This comic is published by Antarctic Press. It is the second version of the comic. It was previously published as Apocalypse Meow several years ago. It's basically a retelling of the Vietnam War, but through anthropomorphized animals. We've got rabbits and cats and pigs and bears and sheep, etc., as the stand-ins for the various nations in the conflict in Vietnam. I think it's fascinating that the creator, Morofumi Kobayashi, a Japanese national, has an interpretation of the Vietnam War, the war which raged from 1955 to 1975 in various phases, was one of America's longest conflicts, one of the bloodiest, one of the ones that changed American culture forever. And so to see a fictionalized but realistic version of the war through the eyes of animals is really interesting. Antarctic Press is publishing it with the original title in black and white, and the company worked with Kobayashi to put out the best version of his tale. And this is volume one of issue one. There's more volumes. Each issue has a few missions, a few shorter stories in it. And so we follow Sergeant Perky, the leader of Catch It One, Sergeant Rats, the sniper of the group, Bota, the radio operator, and Chico, one of the indigenous Vietnamese soldiers attached to CSO. So let's get on with the review. Cover art. It's a really interesting graphically designed cover. It's the name of the comic is in red, white, and blue in a distressed font, like it's decals on uh, military equipment. There's barbed wire separating each of the words. And then we've got the main characters in black and white below all of the words right there in the jungle. It feels like a very military type of cover. We have the very bold fonts in red, white, and blue that really stand out from the shelves, where every other comic book perhaps is dark and gritty or extremely colorful. This one just hits you with red, white, and blue and some black and white tones. I'm surprised the S word isn't, you know, beeped out or whatever for the cover. I applaud Antarctic Press for publishing it as is, as the creator intended, not changing it to something silly like Apocalypse Meow. I'll give the cover a 5 out of 5 because I think it's so arresting, it is so jarring. I think it is a cover that stands out very well from the rest of the comics, as I've said, 
and these stark colors really guide your eye towards it. If it gets the shelf space next to another superhero comic, I think your eye will go to this and linger on it better or longer than the other comic. It gives you the sense of a war comic, a military comic, that it's serious business. On that note, I might not have actually put in, in, in the corner box, a little picture of Sergeant Perky. Uh, it looks really cute here. Yeah, he's got his beret and his, uh, you know, machine gun, but, and it's in color. But I think that's the only thing that it's, that would not really be necessary in the cover. I think it speaks for itself that you see the characters in the jungle, in black and white, and then the color version of the character in the little box. I think that one's superfluous. It would serve to show more of the red part of the logo. Interior art is also by Kobayashi. Interior art right away is a five and a half out of five. Interior art is amazing. It is incredibly detailed. It is jam-packed. It is action-packed. Yes, these are cute animals. The main characters, all of the Americans, they're rabbits. That's a play on USAGI or Usagi. Usagi is Japanese for rabbit. So the Americans are rabbits. And they're rendered very realistically. Not a lot of, like, exaggeration in their expressions. It's like realistic expressions within the boundaries of what a rabbit face can do. So it's, yeah, it's little cute rabbits hopping through the forest with heavy artillery and their camouflage and everything. And the Vietnamese are cats. Siamese cats that are also rendered very well. They've got, I can see some expressions of pain and anguish and anger and violence within the confines of what a cat can actually express. And they're all in the jungle, on the bases, in helicopters, rendered perfectly. There seem to be ink wash on various things. I wonder if it's computer colorized, but it looks like ink wash. And it's all just black and white. It's amazing art. The detail of the branches and the leaves fur patterns when you get close-ups of the characters sweat on their faces when they're in the middle of it all. It's very violent, but actually bloodless. There's uh, various shots of characters being gunned down and blown up with um, grenades and such, but there's no blood. There's no, you know, bits of characters flying around, although there's plenty of explosions and anguished yelling and, and all of that. So interior art is amazing. The creator really did their research on uh, military life and the weaponry and the vehicles and life in Vietnam during the war. The art is unparalleled. The story, very enjoyable. Now, it's a war story. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of profanity. There's racism and everything. It's, it's, it is what it is. This is a war story. So all of that happens in war. Our main characters, Perky, Rats, Bota, and Chico, yeah, they're the good guys, but you know, it is still, they're in the middle of the war, so, so, so tempers will flare, emotions will rise as they have to complete their missions. A rescue mission, a, a forward observer mission, etc. Higher-ups that don't know what they're talking about, being boots on the ground, etc. The author does go into a lot of detail, giving a lot of captions throughout the book, what these acronyms mean, some trivia and such. 
the war is really fleshed out. As a matter of fact, there is, at the very end, a, a history of of the conflict about how the countries that are known as Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia were colonized by the French in the middle of the 19th century as a French protectorate, etc. So a little bit of history about, about the war that helps flesh things out. After the main story, there's also a full-color story that looks amazing again. This, this again, the art is, is tremendous. Even in color, it looks great. It feels like watercolors. If the whole book were in this color format, it, it would still be great. But the black and white still is, is quite, quite good. So, yeah, the story, that's another 5 out of 5. You get a sense of being in the action, the horror of war, the time and place of it all, the personnel, the lingo... It feels very authentic. Lastly, the enjoyability of the book. Okay, on the one hand, it's very enjoyable that it feels very authentic, that it's drawn very well. For those various merits, I would give it a 5 out of 5. For the content, do you need a war comic in your life? Do you need a violent comic in your life at the moment? This is something you'll have to decide on your own. On the technical side of things, I would rate enjoyability of it high, but on the content of it, I would rate it lower, because perhaps I want, personally myself, more escapist fare. I enjoyed the detail of the text portion of the book. I enjoyed that they added a color portion of it as well. So 5 out of 5 on the technical aspect of enjoyability, 4 out of 5 in the content, the actual content. There is, for example, back at the barracks, there is a Confederate flag on the wall. And yeah, that may be authentic, but fuck the Confederacy. Final verdict, this is a strong buy. Definitely, if you're interested in amazing art in a historical story, if you're interested in looking at the juxtaposition of cute animals in the middle of a war zone, it's worth it. My only caveat would be, again, it's violent, it's profane, it's racist, it's war, it's hell. You can decide if you want to read a comic that has those aspects. I picked up issue 1 and 2 when I went to my comic shop. I've read them both, I've enjoyed them both. I can't wait to check out the next one, volume 1, issue 3. In the meantime, I'll probably go back and reread issue one, because it was so dense and very interesting. So once again, if you're interested in the video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. You can see that for free there. You can also follow for free and be alerted to everything that I do online regarding comic books, comic-con, cosplay, all that good stuff, Magic the Gathering as well. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff. It really helps the podcast. I appreciate it. At the $1 range on my Patreon, you will unlock exclusive content, such as a longer version of my content. And at the $2 range, I'll actually mail you some curated comic books straight from my collection in thanks. If you can't pledge at the moment, no worries. Simply follow on Patreon. So this week, I read Cat Shit 1, Volume 1, Issue 1, published by Antarctic Press in 2020. This has been the weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.